Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. Hello everybody, this is Gabriela from Auténtico. ¿Cómo están? Aquí nuevamente con ustedes, con Junior Lara también, que nos, nos, este, nos llega su voz por medio de, de la tecnología hoy. Así que agradecido de tenerte, Junior. Yo pensaba que te iba a decir que nos llega con su luz, <laughs> alumbrando nuestro camino. You see where I was going with this? <laughs> okay. Retake. Hola, auténtico aquí con ustedes. Que nos, nos brinda su luz, de inspiración, de apoyo, de ayuda y de recursos. ¿Cómo te, cómo te pareció eso? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is awesome. You see? <laughs> that was great. Thank you for making me feel so good, and thank you for tuning in today. Uh, we appreciate you doing uh, you, you doing just that, taking time out of your day, uh, either while you're driving, sitting in front of your computer, or home, to, to get to listen to us, learn from our experiences, uh, from our insight, uh, and then also to thank you so much for engaging with us. We uh, we truly enjoy what we're doing here with Authentico, and we truly enjoy interacting with all of you. Yes, así es de que ustedes son los que hacen el podcast posible, que nos escuchan. So definitely continue to listen in, continue to reach out, give us feedback. We love feedback. We've been getting a lot of amazing feedback from you all. Yep, yep. And speaking of feedback, um, so today's topic um, is one that um, is affecting a lot of organizations uh, in a good way. Um, But a lot of organizations kept uh, had this thing called uh, the employee opinion surveys uh, or e, uh, EO, e, um, EOS, sorry, EOS um, that they give out to the employees. A lot of times these companies use that to gauge um, what truly their, their employees consider um, a happy work environment. And a lot of times the employees talk about things like Uh, you know, we want a coffee machine. Um, we want uh, our voices heard more. But something that comes up often a lot of times in these surveys are things like we want to engage with our community more. We want our organization to, uh, to support volunteering hours. We want our organization to consider uh, paying us while we volunteer. A lot of organizations are listening Uh, because they're, they're seeing the impact that come from having truly engaged employees, but also the impact that comes with supporting the communities in which those employees live in. So today's topic is just about that, uh, corporate responsibility. Um, we're going to be talking about several things like uh, volunteering, how organizations are getting creative um, with volunteering. Uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, diversity and inclusion something that we talked about before, but well, I think that it still relates. Um, then we'll also uh, be talking about some steps that organizations are taking just because they want to be more more uh, conscious about 
um, their carbon footprint. So they're taking steps and measures to lower or uh, minimize their carbon footprint. So it's going to be a great conversation, very engaging. Um, and also maybe uh, this will spark some ideas for you if you work for an organization, things that you can bring to the table um, through your next meeting, uh, because a lot of these are truly employee engagement events also. But if you have your own organization, things that you can do, even if you're managing a very small team of people. Uh, yeah, so or a small business. Yeah, what was that? I said, yeah, or a small business. Exactamente. Exactamente. So let's talk about volunteering first. Is that cool? My favorite, my favorite. Yes. So Gabby, why is it your favorite? Tell us. Because I feel like I have personally been so affected by someone at some point volunteering to help me, to help my family, to help my community. And mm -hmm. so ever since I could, I have started to volunteer. Mm -hmm. And really, you know, when they talk about um, it's better to give than to receive, when I sit back and really think about like when I was having a rough time in my life, I feel like volunteering really made a difference because I had something else to think about and to be invested in as I was helping someone else. Not only that, but when I'm, when I was having direct engagement, one of the volunteer opportunities that I did was a 10 month program at a middle school. We would meet with the students on Saturday and just looking at the things that they had to overcome. Mm -hmm. that they had to suffer through every single day as middle schoolers. So what is that? 11, 12 year olds. Right. I mean, it just really brought it back. Like, okay, stop tripping. Things are bad for you right now, but they're not as bad as they could be. And you can get out of this. Cause I was now setting an example for somebody else. So mm -hmm. many reasons why I love volunteering. Yeah. And I was actually one of those kids. Um, so I know that you and I have talked about this before, and it's it's uh, it's bled its way into um, some of the conversations that we have had in Authentical Podcast. Um, but my family and I, we moved to this country when I was 10 years old. Uh, and I still remember uh, it was it was August. Uh, it was uh, the year was 94. And I still remember the six of us being in, in a one bedroom. Not a one bedroom apartment, in an apartment in one bedroom. Like we had, we were sharing an apartment with different people, and the six of us, we had nothing but the clothes on our backs, um, all sleeping in one bedroom. And it was thanks to the people who were volunteering in that community that we learned about things like free English classes from my mom, for example. Uh, we also learned about uh, free breakfasts and free lunches. We didn't have any money. You know, my dad spent all of his money to to get the five of us uh, from Dominican Republic to New York City. So it was thanks to the people who were volunteering, the, or, the organizations who were engaging with the community, that we were able to, in a sense, land on our feet. And, and then, of course, one thing led to another. So I believe that it's all... Uh, a chain chain of events to lead you to where you are. So thankfully, I am today because of that initial start when we moved to this country. So likewise, a lot of organizations are seeing the impact that uh, happy, healthy, and contributing communities can have on their on their employees. Because if an employee is feeling engaged with their community, 
they also feel a sense of brotherhood with their with their fellow employees as well. So they're going to they're more willing to want to engage more, uh, uh, completing the task of the organization. They're more they'll be more open to collaborating with each other, uh, and then ultimately uh, you're going to have a true tribe mentality, which I think is one of the cornerstones of any organization's success. If you have your people thinking about the impact that they have on themselves, on their teams, and their organization, which are created via um, employee development opportunities, opportunities like volunteering, then you have a very engaged workforce, which then leads to more effectiveness, which then leads to more productivity, which, of course, if you're if you're not growing as an organization, you're dying. So a lot of organizations have picked up on that, and they're 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 even printing T-shirts with their logos on. I have seen that. Uh, I used to work for one before that used to print their logos on the front, and then on the back they would print volunteer. Uh, so all the employees would then put this shirt on, and then go volunteer their time half a Saturday or half a Sunday. We did things like um, we went to local senior homes to trim bushes, cut trees, cut grass. Um, we were all sweaty and sticky, but we felt so satisfied in the end. And guess what we spent the next three to four weeks talking about when we went back to work? And guess how meaningful our engagement levels were, how much that raised productivity. Um, so there's no secret. I mean, engage employees who feel like the, the organizations value their, their, their contributions, who then inspire them to volunteer more, are going to be more engaging in, their, in the workplace. Right. And I would also say, I know that you said you volunteered on a Saturday, but I also know that many companies now actually will pay you during those hours. So if you want to volunteer during... I know Marion Middle School has like a lunch and learn with the girls. If you were interested in volunteering for something like that, there are companies that will not only allow you to take the time to go and do it, but also pay you while you're there so that you're not missing out on work because of that very thing. And exactly. it also builds goodwill in the community, right? When you're representing an organization, but you're out there making a difference in the community where, where the company and the employees live. Absolutely. And I'm also going to uh, say this as well. Uh, so think about having one of your employees, if you own any organization or if you're part of an organization or you own your own business, think of one of your employees or even yourself volunteering uh, anywhere and the impact that you can have on a kid. Uh, it's going to be something that the kid will never forget. And who knows? That kid may one day end up being a, a an executive of that organization because of the impact that that person had on that on that small child. So again, I feel like when organizations uh, empower and encourage employees to contribute, uh, the benefits that they get back are tenfold. Yeah, yeah, and I really like how you talk too about uh, you know whether you're a manager, whether you're a and the owner of a company or even a small business that this is a great tool to not just build the team's confidence and value them because just think about if you ask me hey we're going to take a staff of 10 people to volunteer to your favorite organization 
Like that's an investment in me. Right. Things I'm passionate about. Exactly. So, so that I think is a good tool also to think about. There are so many besides the team building, the bonding, um, the opportunity to make a difference in the community. It really also lets the employees know that they're valued. Exactly. And speaking of, of, uh, of uh, having employees being valued, I know that we have talked about this um, during one of our previous episodes, uh, but a lot of organizations are also uh, getting more and more involved with uh, diversity and inclusion now. Um, some of them even go as far as actually having a diversity and inclusion director, someone who will engage with the community, someone who will have the difficult conversations with the workforce, someone that would develop programs to help uh, develop ERGs, to, uh, to help mentor and develop a more diverse workforce. Uh, because here's the thing. Um, you and I have both read um, a book titled The Exact Same as our podcast, Just Coincidence Authentico. Uh, and one of the things that that book talks about uh, is um, the, the lie, essentially, of meritocracy. So, you know, we're supposed to be a meritocracy uh, uh, type of, of um, corporate or, or business environment. So basically that means that the more you contribute, the more you can move up the, uh, within the organization. Um, but I feel like we can literally call that a lie because when we look at the very top of organization, like the cream of the crop, <laughs> they all look the same. Uh, historically, they've been uh, all white men up there. Right. Does that mean that they're the best workers? No. Uh, I think that a lot of studies out there have shown that, unfortunately, because a lot of companies in the past, uh, they were not investing uh, in, in, in their employees and they were not even open or considered uh, a, a brown person to be the CEO or a black person to be the CEO or a woman, for that matter, to be its CEO, uh, they lost a lot of money. Unfortunately, a lot of bad decisions were made and a lot of organizations were, ran out, ran were, were ran to the ground because they had the wrong person in the seat to lead the organization. So I feel like that we're, we're somewhat past that. And a lot of organizations are now wanting to bring in a more diverse workforce because they understand the value behind it. And you and I have talked about this before too. But in a lot of the classes that I took when I was going to school, which by the way, I finished two oh my weeks gosh, ago. Can celebrate. Yeah. This is my very first weekend with no homework. Congratulations. My very first weekend. Thank you so much. I officially now have my degree. This is four years in the making. But one of the things that, that one of the classes that, um, that I took when I was working on my degree um, was organizational behavior. And one of the topics that's being driven hard in organizational behavior is the importance of having a diverse team and how many, many studies have shown that if you have a diverse team, um, a less less educated but more diverse team will outperform a more educated, non-diverse team long-term any day. That's mind-blowing, you know? So you would think that the person, the people who are more educated but less diverse, still more educated. They, they have the information. They have the knowledge. So they should go about accomplishing these tasks much quicker. And initially, 
that's the case. But long term, you see that there's a difference. There's more creativity. And I feel like that's the key. Um, that's the key ingredient there is you have more creativity. You have, because of that creativity uh, is created because of diverse backgrounds, because of diverse experiences, you have a different uh, ways of getting to the end goal. And a lot of times that creativity is really helps, helps organizations be more successful. Yeah, no, I think that you're dead on. I mean, I think that um, the more that uh, the organizations are open to this, and honestly, I do feel like there's been a lot of movement in the right direction, but there's still so much work to be done. Right, right. But it's happening, and that's that's important. And um, going back to the volunteering, um, it's important for uh, especially kids, uh, teenagers that they see uh, these professionals volunteering and maybe uh, gain a little bit of more access to someone else that looks like them, but that may, may, may be in a different position financially and professionally because that's going to help inspire them. Right. Um, we, we, uh, we talked a lot about uh, mentorship and the impact that that has had in my professional and my personal life. Uh, and I'm going to, venture out and say that um, I am where I am today because of the people who spent time to mentor me, uh, because of the people who saw something in me that I didn't see in myself, because of the people who, who, who allowed me to have access to them. Uh, so again, when I say that this is tenfold beneficial for organizations, I truly mean that. Because all this can come back around and continue to help that organization grow and continue to develop. Um, so it's so important, so, so, so important for organizations to continue to encourage volunteering um, and, um, and, and, and also continue to look for ways to engage, uh, a, to engage with and attract, continue to attract a more uh, culturally, cult culturally and overall, just more diverse um, uh, workforce. Yeah, I also want to say too that I think it you you didn't necessarily say it, but it's also our responsibility to be looking for that talent, right? To make sure that we tell the people that we know our right. brown and black faces about right. opportunities, as well as help mentor and coach them, because it's not enough for them to just get into the organization. Um, and sometimes I think that we need that extra encouragement from other people that look like us. So, I mean, there's some responsibility on ourselves as well, whether you're at a corporation or you have your own small business, to continue to mentor and coach um, the people so that they'll stay in the organization. Right. You're, you're so right about that. And here's the thing. Whether you like it or not, corporate politics are, are, are here to stay and they exist in every organization. So I am so glad that you said that because you're right. I mean, it's not just getting them in the organization, but it's also helping them understand the dynamic of that organization. For better or for worse, uh, corporate politics are not going to go away. So someone who is not familiar with uh, or has been exposed to the politics within our organization, the key players, the you know what to say, when to say kind of thing, because we all have to play the game. Whether we like it or not, we become players. Anytime that we join any organization, 
in that organization's uh, politics. So great, great point. And thanks for bringing that up. Um, uh, other ways that organizations are um, uh, being more corporately responsible and more socially responsible is to the environment, right? So not only are they uh, engaging with their employees and volunteering and bringing more diverse workforce, but a lot of them are being more conscious now about the, their uh, their carbon carbon footprint. Um, so I, I think that uh, great engagement or employee engagement um, opportunity that's missed often, but a lot of organizations are also catching up now, is to, looking for ways to help encourage the organization to contribute to be more quote unquote green, right? So a lot of them, what they're doing is they're saying, okay, we're we're a digital organization, so you don't print paper unless you absolutely have to. Um, because a lot, a lot of times you're looking at the, uh, these documents in digital format, but that's also a way for the organization to, yes, lower their carbon footprint, burn less trees, but also when you look at it, they're also saving a bunch of money too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something else that they're doing also is, um, because a lot of organizations have cafeterias, um, some of them are, are actually buying like um, uh, these cups, that are branded by their companies, and then they'll give it to employees wherever they join the company. So it's like a really cool welcome package, right? Like, you know, you show up on your first day, you've got your your notepad, you've got your your highlighters, your pencil, you've got your monitor there. Oh, and by the way, here is your cup. You know, <laughs> like what a great feeling when you walk in the first day, and you're like, wow, this is my cup. This is this belongs to me. And then you go from meeting to meeting, and everyone's holding the same cup. That does something to you emotionally and socially, unconsciously or consciously. That helps bring everyone together because in a way you're all the same. You're all working together. And guess what? This new person just joined join our tribe. Hey, look, he's got the same cup we have, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's encouraging more, more of a collaboration, engagement behavior while the organization is also saving money. Right. And the carbon footprint, because like you said, right. then they're not having the store, the styrofoam cups or the plastic cups or the paper cups. I've seen that also with straws, with utensils where now uh, cafeterias or small kitchens have, uh, you know, real utensils instead of the plastic ones. Right. Exactly. Uh, and it's saving companies so much money. So, you know, I'm, I'm really curious because I know some of our listeners are also, um, small business owners. I'm really curious about maybe uh, which business owners out there are uh, doing a lot of the things that we talked about, either one or two or all of them. Or maybe how you're doing something different as a business owner to help your community to lower your footprint, to increase employee engagement. Uh, the company that comes to mind uh, is one that you and I both know, but it's Luce's company, Luzco. Mm -hmm. Um, she, you see it all the time. She, uh, her employees and her are always volunteering uh, at our community. They're also joining things like uh, like trivia night, uh, which of course a lot of, a lot of the trivia nights are, are benefiting something locally within the community. It's usually held, hosted by a no, um, nonprofit. I know she's also very heavily engaged with um, um, 
local organizations that serve the uh, the the, uh, the migrant health community also, or the health issues within the migrant community. So I know that business owners are doing it, and I would love to hear from some of our listeners on the ways that they are uh, engaging with their employees and in, in helping uh, minimize their carbon footprint. Yeah, estoy viendo la página de Luzco ahorita y parece que sí que usan también these volunteer opportunities as team building because at almost all the pictures, um, several of the team is there. I mean, it's a pretty young company. I want to say she's, what, three years old? Something like that. And she's got at least six, seven organizations that they volunteer to, which I imagine a lot of those are somebody's passion. A lot with uh, immigration, immigrants, um, engineering. Um, so, I mean, it really just speaks to the commitment that they have to make a difference and be a part of the community in St. Louis. I also know that they became a, um, a welcoming organization with the St. Louis Mosaic Project. So that's, that? that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. What's a walking welcoming organization so i believe that the st louis mosaic project has like an ambassador program oh that um so the st louis mosaic project is focusing on economic development through um bringing immigrants making them feel welcome here in the city to invigorate the region nice good for her yeah good for her and you know what i am going to venture out and say that a lot of that has to do because of her background. Um, right. And that's where know. a lot of this happens, right? Some, right? Someone's passion drives the decisions. Yep. Um, exactly. And yeah, so she's listed as the Mosaic Ambassador Company. They have different levels and, you know, each one can do different things. I know she works very closely with the shadowing program with the International Spouses Group. Nice. Um, so, I mean, talk about taking it to a whole new level. Right, exactly. And like you said, she's been in business for about three years, you know. Um, she's a very, very, um, that's a very young company. Um, and if you see that out of the pictures in her website, she also has a very diverse uh, group of employees. And again, a lot of that has to do, I'm, I'm sure, with her background and her passion for her community and for diversity and inclusion. So kudos to her. Um, so we absolutely would love to hear from you um, if you're a business owner, but also if you're a business professional. What are some of the things that you um, have inspired or that your organization in inspires you to do to contribute to your community? We'd love to hear some of those ideas uh, and uh, we'd love to engage with you and, and maybe have you tag uh, your organization during our post if you follow us, you know that anytime the new episode comes out, which is every Wednesday at 7 a.m. in the morning, we post that on our Facebook page. So we'll love for you to, if you're listening from a different platform, to come back to our Facebook and tag your organization and let us know how it, how your organization is contributing to minimizing their footprint, to more diversity and inclusion efforts, or to increase its volunteering efforts. Right. And then also, I mean... Does this inspire you to do something new, different? Um, what kind of ideas did you get from some of the conversations that we had today to now you leave uh, 
a positive footprint in the St. Louis region if you're here or wherever you're listening. Absolutely. Let us know. Thanks for tuning in. All right, we'll talk to you later.